Hey guys, well, welcome to our podcast where we talk about the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Uh, we've we've been watching these movies um, as a quarantine project, and we come together on a video chat to discuss it, uh, talk about what we like, what we didn't like, um, and everything in between. Uh, my name is Rob Rinaldi, Elise, and I'm Fergie. In this episode, we are going to talk about Guardians of the Galaxy. In Guardians of the Galaxy, Peter Quill is a Ravager. Once an orphan, sad orphan on Earth, he was kidnapped by aliens, specifically Ravagers, and now he flies around the galaxy getting beautiful women to be with him for one night and stealing random items. On his journey, he discovers the orb, and the orb is sought after by an assassin named Gomorrah, while two bounty hunters named Groot and Rocket also seek Peter Quill for a bounty that was put on him. Not only that, Drax seeks out the person responsible for killing his family and decides to enlist the aid of these three criminals to help him to do it. Turns out the person that killed Drax's family is Ronan, a Kree fanatic hell-bent on destroying the peaceful planet Xandar and seeking the orb in order to do it. So our five weird criminals band together to stop Ronin from destroying Xandar, and in the process, they become the guardians of the galaxy. The question is, is are they strong enough to defeat Ronin and stop his evil plan? We'll find out. So I found a review on um, the online article site, The Verge, um, and this dates back to July 29th, 2014 by a Tim Grierson. I'll just read the first two quick um, paragraphs here. So it says, like Pixar before it, Marvel Studios has developed a brand that transcends any particular character or franchise. The, that red rectangle with the white letters has become a stamp of quality, a relative guarantee that the comic book movie you're about to see will be worth your time and money. But also like Pixar, Marvel has now has to decide how best to extend and expand that brand, make more sequels to the films we already enjoy, or try to branch out and invest in new stories, which brings fresh risks. Guardians of the Galaxy shows the, that the studio choosing the latter option, and the film truly manages to find its own rhythm and tone. More emotional than Captain America more awe-inspiring than Thor, more genial than Iron Man, and more playful than the Avengers, Guardians of the Galaxy has the same downside as a lot of franchise starters in that it mostly sets the table for presumably bigger future installments. But its underdog spirit, visual wonders, and decent comedic hit-to-miss ratio keeps the movie from being a mere placeholder. Rather than just repeating the Marvel formula, Guardians of the Galaxy feels like a legitimate attempt to add more elements to the mixture. Wow. No solid review. <laughs> so I found uh, a less exciting review compared to Elise's, but this is from Eric Perry. He says, It was one of the best movies in the MCU. The characters all hate each other, yet come together at the end for a dance battle to save the universe. Plus, it is impossible not to love the 70s soundtrack. 
That was his review. That was it, huh? Straight to the point. That was it. <laughs> straight to the point. First, straight to the point. Um, we're going to read some more of these later on, actually. We found some interesting ones. But before we get to all that, we're going to talk a little bit about this movie because there's a lot happening in this movie. Uh, it's really cool. It's really uh, different. Um, they tried new things and all that nice stuff. But what did we grade this movie? You can get, give it a letter grade. Letter grades? Uh, I'll go first. Um, so this movie... It's, it's like pe- peanut butter and jelly. Like, it's like when you're in that mood where you just want to relax and you want to chill and you're like, man, I don't want to cook food. I just want to eat yeah. something that I know tastes good. And so you make yourself some peanut butter and jelly and you put the right amount of peanut butter. You, you, you like, <laughs> I like to lather up my, my, my bread with peanut butter. Ronaldo, and then I, kind of I make to like, Jif, man, that's the best one. That's, yeah, that's what you bro. Get that is it chunky? Is it chunky or is it no smooth? Smooth, smooth as butter, like that soundtrack, yeah. like that seven soundtrack. Yes. Like my man Peter Quill <laughs> putting moves on the got, ladies. Yeah, you got that smucker. Uh, I got that smuckers. No, I got that Welch's man. You got that old oh, yeah. that Welch's man. Strawberry, okay. strawberry, bro. You're doing one strawberry. Better, I do a little. I do a little. You know. Okay. You know, that. little little um. Dollop in the middle, and then I spread it around in a circle. Ooh, yeah, that's, that's a process. Yeah, so that's what this what this movie is like. It, it it's not complicated. It's it's peanut butter and jelly, but it's made right. Um, mm. It's it's entertaining. Um, the the characters have great chemistry with mm. each other. Um, yep. Some of the jokes are kind of like lame, but yeah, this yeah. movie keeps <laughs> moving along. Until mm-hmm. it gets like good jokes, yeah. so and that's like what a good comedian does. Like, okay, that joke didn't work. Let me just find another joke. Mm. Okay, that joke got people laughing, tears out of their eyes, you know. <laughs> so that was cool. The action was was solid. The visuals were solid. Lo- loved the colors. Soundtrack was dope. Uh, Ronan was decent. He wasn't great, but he's better than some of these other people's that we talked about on this podcast. Um, so he did what he was supposed to do. He was a threat that they had to unite against. So this was good. I don't think this movie did anything great. And kind of like peanut yeah. butter and jelly, peanut butter yeah. and jelly is not great. It's just good. Mm. And so okay. I give it a B. Give it a mm. B. Mm. Okay. Nice little solid B. Yeah. It's a solid, uh, solid letter grade. I'm going to have to um, agree with Rinaldi. I think everything he said is exactly how I felt. Um I like didn't take much notes watching watching this movie. I just kind of enjoyed the ride and I remember the first time I watched this in theaters liking it. Now with fresh eyes, it's a little bit different, but it's still good just like Ronaldo said. Not great, but good. It was enjoyable. You can watch it with the whole family and not feel like weird or like you have to explain anything. Um so yeah, it's just a solid movie. Yeah, um for me, I'm I'm actually it's about the same, but I'm actually gonna throw a minus on it. I mm-hmm. give it a B minus, but it's not. But it's mm-hmm. it's a but it's a high B minus. It's like a borderline B, and mm-hmm. um, I think it was for the reasons you guys uh, mentioned. Um, you know, I think for yeah, there's the story straightforward. It's simple. Um, you don't really feel a big threat from Ronan at all. But it's a yeah. lot of, it's still a lot of fun. 
um, regardless. Um, I think the reason why I tacked a minus on there is, and I'm going to try and find a way to say this nicely, but also have to make sense. The, the acting quality is different um, in comparison <laughs> to the previous Marvel films. It's not to say that this cast, this main cast is not good because, you know, it, they do great, but it's like, I think in my mind, I kind of start comparing a little bit and I'm like, oh, maybe Chris Pratt is not, maybe he's like more B-list or, you know what I mean? Like, I just, I don't know. I start thinking that way just to, and maybe it could be the nature of the script, it, you know, just the fact that it's comedic, but I see that the acting quality is a little bit different. Um, and so, yeah, I think that's why I want to throw a minus on it. But again, everybody did well. Um, I think, yeah. it, strangely, the people I feel like that did the best acting are the one that are least humanoid. So I think like Rockets, <laughs> like Bradley Cooper, like does the best out of everyone. And he's the raccoon. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, yep. And yeah, so I mean, it was it was fine, though. But it's just, it's, does that make sense? The acting? Just, yeah. Yeah. yeah, no, that makes acting. sense. I, I, get, yeah. I get where you're coming from. So that's really the biggest reason why I threw, threw a minus on there. But it's, yeah, but it's basically B minus B. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So Elise, I'm going to have to give you a virtual high five because I'm also going to give this a B minus. Um, it's a good movie. It's fun. Um, I love Rinaldi's peanut butter and jelly uh, analogy. Yeah. It's, I think it's the perfect analogy because it's everything you want right then and there. It, it doesn't take much brain power to make it. Uh, and you know what you're going to get. It's good. It's not a whole meal. It, it's just a snack. It's not even, it's lunch for kids. But if you were to make one now, it's nothing. Um, I give it a B minus uh, only because I feel like, you know, this being, you know, it's been a while since I've seen this movie um, and trying to watch it with fresh eyes and uh, going in there trying to, not trying to forget, but I'm watching this movie and I'm remembering all of the scenes that I'm anticipating. I'm remembering all the jokes that I'm anticipating and they're not as good as they were before. Yeah, uh, It yep. doesn't, it doesn't hold up as it yeah. did when yep. it first yep. came out. When it first came out, it was, it was groundbreaking. It was hilarious. It's wacky. What are they going to do? Um, now it's like, we kind of see it coming and the jokes. Now they kind of fall flat a little bit. Um, some of them, some jokes are like genuinely good, but even then it's like, I saw that coming from like before, like the joke works once, maybe twice, but then after a while, um, it, it's like that uncle at, um, <laughs> at the barbecue. He always on, has that one. He always has that one story or that one joke. He tells everybody, no matter who he talks to and no matter how many times he's told it to. Um, I think it's the same thing. It may have been funny at one point, which is why this uncle keeps telling the joke. But in this case, I don't think all the jokes landed this time around. Um, again, this doesn't mean the movie was not funny. I just don't think what the movie was meant to do. Uh, it happened when it first came out, but the longevity kind of subsided. Um, as opposed to a lot of the movies that we have watched, some of them did hold up the test of time. This one kind of did not. Um, and so that's why I would give it a B minus. Still a good, fun movie. Love the characters, love the back and forth, love the story, um, but I give it a B minus. Cool. 
good analogy. Yeah, well, I blended like two analogies. So yeah, that's true. There's no original thought coming from here. This is not <laughs> original thought. I'm just like piggybacking. That's why I go last. I'm like, let me just hear what uh, they say. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, so, so okay, so we watched this uh, this week. What did we, you know, uh, what are some things that, that stood out to you? Um, what, what was, uh, yeah, what stood out to you? Was there a character or something that you enjoyed? What's the first thing that, like, wow, this is why I like this movie? For me, I think it was Gamora. Um, I think our biggest criticism thus far has been how a lot of the women are written and their roles in the movie. But I felt like she was a solid... I don't know if you can call her even female, but um, she was a solid woman. She's okay, okay. She's just she's just a different right. she's just not human, yeah. but she's, she's a female. Race. <laughs> different race. Yeah, different species. Um, but yeah, she was a, she was a solid character. She was smart. She was funny. She was um, I think everything that we're looking for in a in a lead. And so I think I really enjoyed her um, and just her presence in the movie. Yeah, I feel like I liked her this time around too. I liked her even more. Yeah. 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 I think um she was funny from a natural place. Yeah. If that does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah, it came from a nat kinda like when Thor would kinda like fish out of water. I mean, Peter's the fish out of water person, but we connect with Peter because he's the only human on the team, so those moments where Peter's kind of reacting to her, it reminded me of like Thor one. So like it, it landed, yeah. it landed way better than other female characters in, in this universe. And I think she fights very, um, very well too. Yeah. I liked Gamora too. Um, for the same reason that Fergie mentioned, you know, she's not like too whatever. And, you know, she, and she fights too, you know I mean? Like it just, it's just good. And her and Peter, like, you know, it's, you can sense there's something there, but it's not like immediate. So I appreciate that it wasn't, oh, we're just trying to quickly put some romance between them. Like, it, you know, it's just, it's kind of building. So I appreciate them kind of slowing down on that. Um, for me, yeah, I think, again, like Bradley Cooper really does his thing with Rocket. <laughs> like, I love Rocket. Yeah. And it's pretty interesting even with Groot. He doesn't say too much, but I like was very emotionally attached to him. And so yeah. the, it gets me every time. The we are Groot gets me every time. Yeah, so he always, yeah. It's, it's kind of interesting how he doesn't say too much, but like, I don't know, maybe it's just the innocence of Groot. Like mm-hmm. and even when he's saying I am Groot and like, Rockets translating is just like, yeah, I know they're like the, o- the only friends we had. I'm like, oh, wow. Like, he's like saying something like very like, mm-hmm. heartfelt. Right. So he just has that like childlike innocence. So it's just like, yeah, it's, yeah. Um, they're like two sides of like the same coin. Like, you know, Rocket kind of tries to mask and be like hardline, like, while Groot's like very like open, like, yeah, I consider you guys friends. But Rocket's kind of like, yo, don't tell them that. Like, no. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I, I like so I like their dynamic a lot. They were really funny. Do you remember that scene um where they're talking about Peter Quill's plan and uh Rocket goes, Hey, like, do you have a plan? He goes, Yeah, I have, I have a plan. 
okay, well, what's your plan? I have a plan. I have 12% of a plan. Nah. And it was like, 12%? That's not even a, a plan. And then Groot says, I am Groot. But what he really said was, it's better than 11%. And it's right. like, how, that, that optimism is like, <laughs> so, like what? Dang. Yeah, like who's the more Rocket, even Rocket was like, even Rocket who's was like, who's more optimistic, Groot, Coulson, or Falcon? Groot. Hands down. Because Groot's in his, he just has this, this yeah. 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 My, one of my favorite characters in this movie, when I was watching it, from when I saw it in theaters and even now, was Drax. Yeah. yeah. When I still remember when we first meet this guy and he he grabs Gamora by the throat and he has a knife and all that stuff and then Peter Quill's trying to talk him down and Peter Quill motions with the finger across his neck. He goes, yeah. <laughs> Why would I drive my finger across my neck? <laughs> and he goes, "No, that that means that you know you're gonna slice, slice it. it. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna slice it. I'm gonna yeah. cut it clean off. That that's what it means. <laughs> and like the other, what's the other scene? Yeah, it's, it's a metaphor. You know, the other scene when they're in the when they're trying to get out of prison, and Rocket goes like, "Hey, you can't give him metaphors. His race." His species is way too literal. It'll go, whatever you say will go right over his head. He goes, nothing goes over my head. I'm too fast. I'll catch it. I was like, oh my gosh. I, I was dying when I first yeah, heard sure. that. Yeah. Like that, that kind of joke is like so original. And like that, I think that kind of, that kind of humor is what stood out in this movie and made it different among many other things. But man, I love Drax in this movie. I think this movie also just has great characters too. Yeah, mm-hmm. like everyone has such a different personality, and they bring so many different mm-hmm. things. But like, it worked. Yeah. Yeah, I love yeah. Yondu. Mm. Yeah. Oh, 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 you, oh, 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 you mean Blue Merle? Blue Merle. Blue Merle. Yeah, <laughs> Blue Merle. It's like you know what you know what I think happened. Blue Merle. Merle. Merle in The Walking Dead took took some crystal meth, and he he saw <laughs> Yondu, decided I'm to imitate dead. him. He decided to imitate Yandy's the original. Merle's just copying him. No, they literally, he literally plays the same character. He's just blue. That's true. Literally. That's true. Like that's his whole career, though. Character. That's entire. That's his entire career. Michael Rooker's career is Yandu. Oh, it, it led up to it was all his other roles were just different versions of Yandu. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I I love I love the arrow and the whistle thing. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's a fact. That's cool. There was a there was a part. Maybe I'm, I hope I'm not jumping ahead when I say this, but there was a part in this movie where you know towards the end he whistles and we see the arrow like fly through all these like henchmen, these bad guys, and it was like epic. And like it, it came to mind. I'm like, you know, how would how would that work against Thanos? Because that thing that mm. thing just seems like really really threatening. But yeah. it's still it's still technology. Thanos might be able to hack it, or one of his henchmen. Oh, but no, he this might. Is the thought that I had. Yeah, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to ruin that. <laughs> a, a, a dream. A good idea. No, no, it's not a dream. It's just like you know, he he has this weapon, and it seems like this thing can cut through anything. I think. Well, there is a chance. Well, I think Thanos, if he didn't have his henchmen, if it was just one on one. Mono mono, he would need the gun. I don't think. Yeah, he plus, could I don't win. think Thanos really. 
Uh, it doesn't seem like, especially since we see him in this movie, it doesn't seem like he relies on technology or hacking or anything like that. Like, he seems brute force, if anything. Yeah, he mm. would need the gauntlet, though, if he was going to try to attack him. Force, I mean, yeah, no, that, that, uh, that arrow. I, I feel like I feel like he will not get off that chair without his gauntlet. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, uh, I don't, I don't have the gauntlet, so therefore I will sit. That's here. why he's still sitting in his chair. You saw, you saw him fold both his hands, no glove. It, yeah, that was that was a poor decision. I feel like this was a a really bad attempt at an Easter egg. I feel like this movie is like. It's like good Iron Man. This is what Iron Man should have Iron Man Two should have been, hmm. because this feels like a setup for future movies, yeah. but it still yeah. focuses on the Guardians, which I like. Mm-hmm. Whereas Iron Man Two focused way too much on setup, and I didn't get enough of Iron Man. Like this movie, you get the Guardians, you get their story, them coming together as a family, but you do get Thanos, you do get okay, this is an Infinity Stone, like you get all that yeah. setup stuff and it doesn't it doesn't yeah it, I, I guess it does set up a lot i just i you know it's just how the thanos in the chair thing was bad but it's also the thanos in the chair was bad though was so, so 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 whatever so i was gonna say no it's not, i don't think that thanos in the chair was bad i thought that for was, me it was i thought I like you should have did more i kind of agree with you Ronaldo. really not okay. like not in that scene in that scene with ronin he should did not necessarily in the movie because that would have ruined the movie if he was oh, like i see but, but he like the dude killed one of his top people, and he just sat in the chair and said, "What?" He just like, talked about like bathing the stars. Yeah, I'm like, okay, if you kill one of my top dudes, I'm I'm gonna like hit you or come up with an alternate plan. You know, maybe yeah. I get one of Ronan's people. Yo, betray Ronan. He, hmm. he stepped over the, like something, just some, just a little something. Yeah, I wonder like how like that guy who who Ronan killed. Like, I'm positive he wasn't that disposable. He seemed important. He was in Avengers. Well, he he was the one that like ran the ch- the Chitari and yeah. like, brought them to Thanos. So yeah, which I mean, Thanos for his plan. I mean, obviously, if if his plan is to get to a bunch of planets, right? Like he in this movie, he went to Gamora's planet, killed killed her people, kidnapped her. So he's his plan involves moving around to different planets. He needs like an army to do that efficiently. Cause if it's just him by himself, it would take way too long for him to conquer a planet by himself. Like like he's powerful enough to kill a bunch of people, but it would probably take, you know, weeks, months. If you have an army, you could do it in a day. Hmm. That's what happened in Avengers. He he wanted to conquer Earth and he used Loki in to do it and the other dude and he could have if the avengers were there he would have been able to accomplish it one day because he had that army so i feel like it was important that that henchman was important you need a secretary yeah, i think it's i think it's tricky because you don't want to i don't know you can i feel like they could have used they could have done something more with him in that scene but they should have told he should have went up to the black dude the one that was working for Ronan and be like, yo, when Ronan has his back turned, kill him. And then sit back down in the chair. And that would have been cool. Just something that simple would have sufficed. Because it shows that he's, one, he doesn't take no mess, and two, he's smart. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's tricky. 
I guess that guy wasn't that important to him then. I don't know. <laughs> he had another plan <laughs> or something. Or I mean, I yeah, he has. Honestly, he has other he wanted to try and kill him because of Avengers. How that? How that whole plan? Oh, failed. he failed. He was behind. <laughs> yeah, he failed. <laughs> No, that's he's like, hey, he's dead now. I guess he had it coming. He failed in the plan for Avengers. Yeah, that's true. Maybe, I don't know. It's, it's not good when he didn't apologize in that end credit scene of Avengers. He, yo, man, I messed up. I should not have hmm. underestimated these humans. I'm sorry. Hmm. He was just like, ah, looks like these humans are serious. He, he, like, what? Hmm. If, if my supervisor caught me messing up, I'm apologizing like, <laughs> like a dude, like, like a dude trying to get his woman back in those romantic movies. I'm like, I'm sorry. Hmm, sound like Rocky Balboa. Yeah, dude. <laughs> so yeah, I think I think maybe that guy wasn't as important, and he was probably just waiting to see if Ronan was gonna get buck with him. Like, I think if he actually tried yeah. to do something, they'd be like, all right, now it's time for me to like really sit you down real quick. You know, give you a little I think he's just one of those people who's just like, all right, well, do something. What are you really about? You're not going to touch me, though. <laughs> yeah, Ronan was kind of being a cornball. He's like, he killed the henchman and then ran away, basically. <laughs> and Thanos basically. just called him a boy. He's like, you're just, he just a, him a boy. immature child that just is impatient to wait for what he wants, too impatient to wait for I, what he I wants. laughed under my breath when um, when Ronan, we're fast forwarding a little bit, but when Ronan gets the Infinity Stone and puts it in his hammer, his, his whatever that is, yeah, and then he screams at Thanos, he goes, you call me boy? And I'm like, wait, that's your problem with Thanos? Mm-hmm. Like, that's he calls true. you boy? Like, I mean, I get it. There's, there's, a, there's disrespect and all that, and you know, babying him. But like, is that, that is your real problem with that? I don't know. I, I laughed under my breath when he said that. I just yeah. could not take Ronan seriously after that. Yeah. No. Maybe that was that. That's probably the cherry on top. There was other issues, but that well, one was the freshest. Ronan, Ronan had <laughs> yeah. Ronan had a big army though. I mean, the Peter was nervous. He was like, "Yeah, I only got twelve percent of a plan because." <laughs> it's just the five of us. They needed the. I feel like if the Ravagers didn't show up, they would have died. I'm not saying Ronan's a great villain, but he 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 did his job. He 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 made he put he pushed the um Peter asked Yondu for help. So well, he didn't succeed in this plan. Maybe he should go back to what he's actually good at, because like his name is Ronan the Accuser. Maybe he just go back to accusing. <laughs> yeah. I was yeah. just thought that was a weird name. Yeah, Ronan the Accuser. I'd give him a C minus. Yeah, it's weird because in, in the comics it makes more sense, but in this movie he's he's more generic bad guy, so the name yeah. doesn't fit. What were you gonna say, Fergie? Yeah, I was gonna say I do like the way um Ronan looked, kind of switching topics a little bit. I thought he he looked menacing, but not like overdone or crazy or anything. Um we could see him. <laughs> Um, I, I like that kind of introduction that we get of him like I don't know what he's doing if he's waking up or kind of like that Darth Vader moment where he's being like created I thought that was cool I think that was some kind of ceremony that was a ceremony like, he's, like a, he's like an old school Kree like he like it's probably he follows all the traditional 
like ceremony. Mm. Uh, yeah, that's what it they looked were, like. To me. Yeah, they were putting things on him. Yeah, they like showered him and then put dirt back on him. I'm like, oh, yeah, okay, like, that's, oh, that's okay. Yeah. Just, <laughs> it's like you they, clean them and then you. Put, right. I, put the seasonings and spices on them. Yeah, you see it's that. It's kind of like um Native Americans, right? Cer- certain Native American nations and tribes do like throw hmm. dirt and dust, and throwing, you know they put on. robes on, and yeah. Hey man, hey, whatever, whatever spa treatment he got going, that's cool. I, <laughs> <laughs> you know. I have an avocado mask every once in a while, so you know. You That's know. it. Avocado mask. Wait, avocado mask every once in a while. That's how it keeps the skin so blue. Yeah, you do. Know, well, I don't know. <laughs> you ladies get the get the Ronin treatment in your life ever? <laughs> Yo, you step into a spot, y'all want the Ronin, the accuser treatment. That Ronin that, treatment. That, 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 no, yeah, the black stuff probably looks like a good, like a like a dark mud mask or something. You know, I got, I got yeah. something in my bathroom like that. Hmm. No. You get the Ronin treatment. Hold the accusation. Hold the accusation. <laughs> Hold the accusation. <laughs> yeah, give him a C minus. He was C minus or C. Minus. Yeah, he wasn't. Give him a C. He wasn't, he wasn't yeah. horrible. I just this things. There are things about him that don't happen with the other villains. I'll talk about it later. But yeah, yeah. Um, I I, I think though, like, you know what would have been cool? Actually, you know what? I'm gonna save that for later because yeah, for later. we're gonna have like a yeah. I'm gonna save that for later. All yeah, right. I gotta write this down now because this is a good idea. What did you guys think of um, the collector in this movie, as opposed to an Ed Credit scene in Thor, the um, the hmm. pitch black I can't see world movie? It was a cool scene. I thought, but it was interesting. Oh, okay. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I don't know if we were supposed to feel like drawn to him or anything. Yeah. yeah. To me, he looked cool, and he gave important information. So. Yeah. Yeah. Like I, I still like. I think we didn't explore the full importance of the collector. Like I think we, we know. Okay, this is the place where he's housing. You know these really powerful items and stuff like that. Um, but you, I guess you kind of slowly know a little bit about him through um, his servant, um, K- Karina. I think it was. Yeah, Karina. Like so, you can tell that. Like I guess the people that work with him or for him aren't treated very well if she put her hands on the stone and was like i'm mm. not doing this mm. no more and just blew up the shop <laughs> and killed herself so like yeah. yeah so i guess it gives you a little bit of insight to like okay this guy may not really be that good of a person but i still like am yeah. wanting to know more about him too yeah <laughs> my man benicio Del Toro. Benicio Del Toro. My man, my man, eyeliner. <laughs> my man, he eccentric character, because he plays a lot of eccentric characters. Anyway. He does. Mm-hmm. And even off screen, he wears eyeliner, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. It's a look, though. It's a look. Yeah, that no, Johnny Depp. Not everybody, Johnny not everybody Depp can pull Depp it off. Yeah, not everybody can pull it off. Mm. In the scene where they do the exposition of the Power Stone. And, um,. Well, actually, before they do the exposition, he opens up the orb to reveal the stone, and he does this weird thing, like he's just like ecstatic about it. I'm like, "What's happening inside you?" Like, yeah, you know what I'm talking about? That weird, like that that thing he does with his fists or whatever. And then Rocket copied him, like right after that. He, 
Or am I just I making guess. this up? Am I the only no, no, one no, who No, I don't remember it, but but I'm not. But I I believe it happened. I just can't recall. Okay. I don't think I saw okay. Rocky. He's a weird character. He's a weird character. He's definitely he, weird. He probably was excited because he's got two now. Because Thor, yep. the pitch black world, we can't even see. He got one, and then now he's got the other one. Yeah. And he was asking about the Tesseract in the Thor scene. He was like, yo, where the Tesseract at? And Sip mm. was like, nah, take this or leave it. <laughs> no, hopefully he's trying to rule the universe. Sip was like, he's just nah. trying to collect. He's not trying to do anything with them. He's just like, I just want to display this. No, but you know what? But he could like say if somebody just like pissed him off one day and people really kept saying, hey, collector, here's this one. And here's that one. He'd be like, you know what? I'm snapping y'all. That's it. Hmm. <laughs> right. <laughs> just he has mad. to put in a containment, some kind of containment thing. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. well, if he hmm. doesn't do that, he'll kill himself and everyone That's else. That's true. This is true. You're right. What did y'all think of Nebula and her role in this movie? Um, she's just kind of there for me. Um, yeah. yeah, I don't think she had a big impact. I think, yeah, she's just kind of there, I think, in setup of future uh, movies and stuff. But she really didn't have anything big. I couldn't feel the, like, the complete connection between her and Gamora like that. Like, you you know, yeah. okay, they're sisters. But, like, didn't really seem that the this movie doesn't really display if there's any sort of bond or whatever. It was just kind of like, okay. Yeah, you know, sisters. Um, but yeah, it doesn't really display any sort of bond. It kind of seems like they're just co-workers. And then now that Gamora is not on the same side, it's just like, I right, I guess we're enemies now. Like, So it's just, I don't know, not too much with it. I feel like her um, character in the movie just left me with a lot more questions questions because i've seen the other movies um but like she was kind of just there like a placeholder um and so i don't know yeah i feel like i don't we don't really get much of a backstory we, we just get that they're sisters and that there's maybe some tension or animosity but um yeah she was just okay she was there so more like a setup character not necessarily like a character yeah like there to set up a sequel, you know, where I kind of find found her um, just a little annoying. Mm -hmm. And I don't know why. Mm. Yeah. That sounds weird. It's just, she's just annoying, you know? Um, Yeah. I can't really put my finger on it. It's just, I don't know. She's just, she's a little annoying. I know that she's there for a reason. Okay. Sister build up for later movies, all that. But I just, I don't know. I think in this movie, I just found her a slight bit annoying. And it, you know what? It's probably because, um, one, she obviously has this, like, just, like, outright rage against her sister. And yeah. she's only being used for Thanos throughout the whole movie. She doesn't have an opinion for herself. The cool thing, I think, with her is towards the end of the movie, she decides to just ditch Thanos and go with Ronin. And it was, like... It felt like that was the first time she made a decision for herself. And That's so true. That's it was true. like a little That's victory true. for her. And I kind of connected with her just in that scene of like, wow, this must be like the first time you did something for yourself. 
Hmm. And you can kind of see the actress like kind of relishing that. Mm-hmm. And it kind of reminded me of the girl that killed herself that was a slave to the collector. It felt like the same kind of thing. Mm. But that was just one scene. Outside of that, it's kind of like, okay, she's just kind of here to set up a, a, a plot for Gamora in a future story. But I like that scene, though, where she left with Roman. Yeah, I got a question. Um, what is, what would you guys, what, what's your favorite joke of this movie? Hmm. I don't know, my favorite one. Um... I feel like I have nothing to say about this movie. Like, I just watched it, yeah. and I'm like, okay. Yeah, I laughed I laughed in the moment at certain parts. Yeah. But I can't, there's not, the jokes were funny. They were funny in the moment, but it didn't, it, I, nothing stuck, stuck with me. And maybe, I'm sorry to any Guardians fans listening to this. I'm not trying to hate on this movie. I like this movie, but it just, my brain couldn't snatch a joke. Yeah, I think mine if I could call it a favorite, probably is like Drax and the whole sl- um, slicing his throat thing. And then um, I think around the end when they're about to like go together on the on the new ship and um, they're talking to that guy um, mm-hmm. from Xandar and they're like, I think he says like, oh, um, Drax says, oh, what if I, I think he said, what if he gets mad and wants to, rip out someone's spine, someone's spine. and they were just, yeah it was just like um that's murder <laughs> and yeah pretty illegal and he's just like hmm. he just kind of like oh okay like okay. i'm like what yeah. he even had a moment of shock you notice that like yeah. when he says no that's murder and he like he was shocked wait that's murder like it was for a quick moment he goes huh? i'm like dude drugs you really don't know <laughs> Right, oh so I thought that was kind of funny. Just his response after he, it was explained it was murder, and he's like, "Yeah, that's really illegal." Mm. And he's just like, "Oh, huh, okay." Like he just kind of like, "Okay." I'll sleep on that. Is what he said. Yeah, yeah, basically. I found one joke that I could remember. It was when they broke out of the prison, and everyone's like, "Where's Peter?" And everyone's debating whether or not to leave him behind. And he goes to get the. Um, the Walkman from that dude that was tasing him when he got arrested and stole it. Yep. And he stole it back from him. And then Drax is like, he probably went back to get a very important weapon to help us in our escape. And then he finally shows what he oh, went yeah. back for was the Walkman. He's like, imbecile. <laughs> yeah. That was, that, was, that was funny. That was, that was probably funny. the funniest thing I can remember. It's hard to really think of one because this, this movie has jokes, but it's like, it yeah. doesn't... They don't really stick. stick. But the the one funny moment for me is when they are about to break out of prison and Rocket goes, um, yeah, uh, his his species do not, they take everything literal. They don't understand metaphors. Uh, It'll go right over his head. And he goes, nothing goes over my head. I'm too quick. I'll catch it. Like, I, until, (laughs) until this day, it's the, like... I didn't laugh out loud watching it, but it's still such a genius, hilarious joke. It's so good. I feel like Dave Bautista really like did, made made this character his own. Yeah, he did. Yeah. Because in the comics, all these characters are very different in the comics. They're very serious. They're yeah, very they're serious. all serious. Yeah. If actually, you guys, if you ever have a chance, watch Earth's Mightiest Heroes and watch Iron Man team up with them in, in Earth's Mightiest Heroes cartoon. They're all different. Tone. Um, yep. Peter sounds different. 
Um, dra- uh, what's his face? Um, Rocket has a British accent because in the comics he's actually British. He does, oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, they're all different. Do you think it's um, a director's choice or do you think the actors really made each character their own? I think it's both. I think the director wanted mm-hmm. to do different versions of the characters and he gave the actors freedom to kind of experiment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because some of this seems adly. Yeah. Some of these... Like the the scene where Peter grabs the lizard and sings into it like a microphone, that was ad lib. Yeah, mm-hmm. I can see yeah. Yeah. that. That's yeah. a Chris Pratt move. Chris Pratt loves that. Yeah, yeah. So. yeah. Whenever I see him, it's just like I get remnants of him being like in Parks and Rec, and it's yep. really strange. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I, I still he's not like fat. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah that is awesome. weird. That was weird. That <laughs> scene when he was in prison. Like, dang, what'd you oh, do, yeah. man? I gotta, I gotta email you and get some secrets. Yeah, yeah, no, he's totally fit now. But yeah, I always get those like Parks and Rec vibes, but it works because it's supposed to be like a pretty, like, easygoing, like, comedic film. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I think um, the fact that they did switch it and the characters aren't as serious, I think, was a good call. And it works because it's like, these are like, this is a ragtag group. Like these guys shouldn't naturally be friends. They're just like these random people, thugs, <laughs> like yeah, I mean, from nowhere. Yeah. So them just kind of yeah. So it, it's a dynamic that strangely works. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. Also, nobodies because Iron Man is yeah. he's the CEO. Thor's a prince. Cap is an American hmm. hero, and Hulk is one of the greatest scientific minds in the world these guys mm. are oh. a bunch of Nobody random did. criminals right but we fell in love with them yeah, yeah. criminals also a... trying to just get some money real mm. quick that's it <laughs> this yeah. is also a blend of all like all the classic movies we grew up watching yeah i mean Groot is totally indiana jones yeah Groot's chewbacca mm. Groot's yeah. chewbacca um uh uh rocket is han solo yeah um yeah, like this this movie Star Wars, this movie is Indiana Jones. Um yeah, it's also the like a slight bit The Goonies, you said? Yeah. A little bit. Yep. A little bit. Yep. Yeah, it's every it's every one of those like childhood movies you grew up watching. Oh, you know what? Before we move on to our next segment, I did want to ask you guys about the soundtrack. What you guys thought about it. Eh. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, it. it's, I, it's, I, I was it's bopping fair. my head. Yeah, it's fair. Mm-hmm. It's not extraordinary and three theatric, but it's mm-hmm. cool because you know it. I don't know. Yeah, I, I think I liked it because you know throughout the movie, you know Peter's listening to like his the old mixes that his mom kind of made and so you know in the like the tape. So it's just kind of like I guess in a sense, the whole movie you have Peter's headphones and you're just like listening to what he's mm. listening to. So, mm. um, but yeah, so it's not extraordinary, but I thought I, it's cool. Yeah. Yeah. It's a storytelling device. Yeah. You know? I, um, I remember when this movie was coming out and they released um, the mixtape um, on Spotify and uh, like as a promotional tool, which I thought was really cool. And so mm-hmm. I, I listened to it a ton. And, um, you know, that, that first song, not the first song, 
there's a song that we get in the trailer and then it's the song that uh peter quill uh gets beat up by and it's blue suede uh Mm. hooked on a feeling and that song i grew up with that um Mm. i remember that song when i was young and my dad played it for for me and my family uh i think it was like every wednesday or every thursday um we we would have these like rotation of songs and records that my dad that my dad would play and he would always play that song and so when this movie came out and they played that song and people was like oh that's a cool song what is that i'm like you rookies like i've been on this what are you talking about (laughs) but it was just so it was cool it was cool that's like my my you know it doesn't tug a heartstring yeah kind of barely but it does i have a connection to the movie in that way um where a lot of these songs i grew up listening to um because my dad played them wow that's pretty cool because his mom played the songs yep i know right Hmm. i'm peter quill you are Peter Quill? What? So what, does that I make am, you Drax? I am Queeter Pill. Wow. Queeter Pill, wow. Queeter yeah. <laughs> Pill. Wow. Um, well, I don't know if there's anything else you guys want to Wait, uh, talk about. The ending. It is. No. What about we can't that? talk about that just yet. But it's a dance to save the, the universe. But we can't talk about that yet. There's a reason right. for it. All right. There's a Why? reason for it. Why? Trust me, there's a reason. Okay. We're definitely gonna That's talk about that. Alright. So no one else can talk about it. What? I think he I think that <laughs> was his point. <laughs> That's my point. We're gonna talk about it. Just <laughs> not before I talk about it. <laughs> but I have something to say in this next segment, which Rinaldi and I call A Little R and R. A movie of epic proportions. Risky and original must end as strong as it started we get the villain Ronan who demonstrates some power but lacks being threatening he's almost laughable at some times and not to be taken seriously and the audience is not the only one who sees that A villain who will get duped by a few Michael Jackson kicks and hip thrusts is not one I am threatened by. His attempts of destroying Xander in seconds and being thwarted, his plans being thwarted by a bad moonwalk. Do you even want your plan to follow through? Do you want to see your plan take place? What are you doing? He asks Peter Quill as he tries to figure out what Peter Quill was doing, which became the most important thing in that moment, bigger than his mission. We have a villain problem. If I were him, I wouldn't care what Peter Quill is doing. I never understood that. That's my one problem with this movie is that last scene, the dance off. Didn't like it when I saw it in the theater. Didn't like it when I was in the theater. Didn't like it when I was on TV. And I don't like it now. See, the focus of this movie is that Ronan is a traditionalist. He has a culture. He has beliefs. 
Are they communicated to the audience really well? No, of course not. We don't have any connection to this dude. But we know from the first scene when he puts on that robe, puts on that black dust that I guess you can get at the spa, according to Elise, that he has a passionate belief about the Cree way. And that motivates him to remake Xandar for the old Cree people that don't care about a peaceful world. They want Cree to dominate everything. And in a weird way, the Guardians were like that. They were only out for themselves. They were only out for what they knew to be true. They had to change in order to come together to save Xandar. And that's the power of that scene. Because after Peter Quill distracts Ronin, they destroy the orb, or the hammer that was containing the stone, and all five of them together grab the stone from Ronin and don't die because they hold hands. That is the core of this movie. It is not supposed to be taken seriously. It is not Captain America the Winter Soldier, a dark political tale that deals with real world issues that we deal with today. No, it's supposed to be a fun movie about a family coming together, even though they're from different places and have different beliefs and opinions. They are the anti-Ronin, a Ronin who is old fashioned, tired and bitter, going up against a family that is dynamic, diverse and open-minded. Like my man Groot, die for his family. That is what Guardians is about. And that's why that scene is funny. I rest my case. Your case is rested, bro. I just don't like that scene. I hate it. <laughs> I really do. I think it's, it's the movie, though. That's the movie right it's there. So what do you think you're it doing? Is so cringy. <laughs> Yeah, you know. But he is cringy. Thanos called him out. He said he was a boy. Boom, right there. He's a child. At least someone agrees with me. Okay, if Thanos watched that scene, he goes, why does that exist? Man, I, I should I should come sooner. He was telling the truth. This guy gets distracted and emotional. Oh, man. That's what happened. He got distracted. He got emotional. Because he wanted everyone to bow down before him. He was like, all right, I have the staff. Y'all jokers got nothing. Ravagers, Ravagers, guys that have fins that can kill people in five seconds by whistling, could not stop me. It's over. Bow down, just like Loki. Bow down. You're explaining more. You're explaining more than the scene, bro. Bow down before me. I'm a king. Okay, I get all that. He's posturing. I get all that. Rinaldi, I get all that. I get all of that noise in the background and, you know, backstory and who he is and as a person. And I get all of that. That one scene. Forget all that for a second, though. Because that one okay. scene, no matter no matter how serious he is and how traditional he is and how silly Peter Quill is, it is still a stupid scene. I hate this scene. Oh, it's stupid. He wanted people to bow. It just, it's just stupid. It's just stupid. It's, it's, people, only, it's, only, it's only it's only it's only here here's how here's how here's how I feel about the scene. It's only just better than Spider-Man three. That's how I feel about the scene. You talk, wait, you talking about the movie as a whole? That's a weird. No, I'm talking. No, I'm sorry. I'm talking about. I'm talking about like when Peter Parker, Tobey Maguire is dancing on the street. 
Oh, oh that, there's no logic behind I'm that. I'm saying at all. that that I'm saying that dance move, that dancing is just better. Is but just Ronan, better. but Ronan wanted people to kiss his feet and beg for mercy. That's who he is. I'm not looking at all that though. But that's I'm what villains do. When villains have the button, right? And then I'm gonna blow all you people up. Okay. And you and you okay. go for you're like, please, please don't do it, please. Then they get satisfaction. They're like, okay, now I'm, I'm flexing on you. Now I'm feeling good now. Okay, I'm still going to push the button. Again, we're going back to the normal. That's what villains do. Name one villain. I know what villains do. Villain, the villain is they not gloat. what I'm talking they about. Gloat, they what brag. villains do and don't do is not what I'm talking about, bro. I'm talking about that one scene where he's about to destroy Xandar. Yeah. And a dance and dancing is what threw him off. I thought that that was stupid and it was cringy. Well, what was everyone else in the scene doing? How about we focus on that? What was everybody else? Well, we I saw little. I saw children. I saw children even here. I saw people freaking out. We don't so, see so the other guardians. Let me ask you this question then. So let me ask you this question, uh, Rinaldi. You're telling me that you're Peter Quill, yeah, and you're in the middle of all that rubble and all that stuff, okay? And he is about to destroy Xandar, and the first thing you do is start dancing. Yeah, you're gonna die anyway. No, you're not. No, it's you're a not. No, you're it's not. A gamble. Get yeah. out of here. No, you're yeah. not. That is a lie. Yeah, how's that, that a lie? lie? That's the first that thing lie? you're doing is you're dancing. If I'm you're desperate, not, that, that is not. and I, I know I lost the game. Yeah, I'm gonna do everything. Well, you're gonna think of ten. You're gonna think of ten things. You're gonna think of ten things to do before you even consider dancing. But, but you say if I'm Peter Quill, did you yes, watch? The you movie? are Peter Quill. I'm, I did watch the movie, but I'm saying put I, you, you Rinaldi, you yeah. Rinaldi, you me you Rinaldi. Yes, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna throw a rock at his face. You are not. You are not dancing. Yeah, me me Rinaldi would throw a rock at his face to as a distraction. There were plenty of rocks in the area. I pick up. I'm a not rock okay. Okay, it. let me let me make this clear. Let me make this clear. I'm not. Hold up, Rinaldi. Let me make this clear. I'm, I'm not saying that it doesn't make sense for Peter Quill to do that. I'm not saying that. I'm okay. not saying it doesn't make sense. I'm not saying the scene doesn't make sense. I'm saying the scene is stupid. How's the scene? That's what I'm saying. It's a stupid scene. It's, it's a, a dumb scene. It's a dumb scene. It's a talking tree and a talking rat. I know it's a movie about a talking tree. So I know, how's it make- <laughs> It's a stupid scene. I don't it's get a it, man. It's not like this happened in Captain America. That then you'd have a point if Falcon was just start doing the, like Usher, like the Usher dance. Yeah, that would throw me off too. That would throw me off. First of all, that would be <laughs> racist. I'm just kidding. <laughs> what would what, you say, Elise? <laughs> I said that's racist. Okay, fine. That's a terrible example because that would actually be racist. Yeah. It's a joke. It's a joke. But, but, but what if what if Falcon was just dancing? Any, I don't know. I would be just as thrown off. I would, bro. I would be just as thrown off, or or even more, if uh, Falcon started. It would be even him. more because that movie was serious. It was, yeah. It, was, it, it would. Like, it, I, I'm like, why is he dancing? But I'm saying that scene. I'm not saying it didn't make sense. I didn't make sense for Peter Quill to do that. I'm saying yeah. it made sense. I'm not saying. I'm not saying the scene itself was like. I, like, wait, why is he dancing? It made total sense why he's dancing. I'm saying. That I cringe watching that. That I don't like that scene. Oh, that scene was hilarious, man! I, no, tears coming out my eyes. It's not funny. Tears. Even the second time or the third time watching it. Yes, he <laughs> cried. He cried this week watching it. Yeah, that scene was so funny. I mean, <laughs> I, 
I still feel like the the Walkman scene was funnier because it was more subtle and better timed. But maybe maybe I'm maybe I'm just because that Walkman maybe. scene I think was funny. But that scene, it was. It, I think the thing about that scene, the the Ronin scene, is yeah. it's just so unexpected. I, there's no way. Like, if it was me, I, I'm gonna be real with you, bro. I would have picked up a rock and threw it at his head, and maybe would you know serve the same purpose. Yeah. And maybe in a better, maybe in your version of the movie, that's what happens, or maybe some other idea or plan takes place. But the only thing yeah. I can think of seconds away is I'm gonna be like my man Pedro Martinez. I'm gonna. Get, in a start pitching stance, just throw something. And, and the thing is, too, is like, is like Peter Quill is a kid. Yeah. And so again, that's why it makes sense that he's going to do something like that. He's not. He's not thinking like. Totally. I think also too the tone of the movie calls for that scene. It does. You're not going to get like a serious like totally epic yep. battle. Totally. But I I, 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 I get it from one. this perspective. I get it from this perspective. It is seconds away. It is kind of extra with it. Yeah. It's like, like that movie again, we've argued about. It's like it's again. It's like you're doing it. You're putting salt in the wound. You're putting salt in Rob's wound. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> it's five when seconds. People, when when people when whenever we talk about Iron Man three and the viewers, the listeners uh, are like, "Why are you? Why are you so like gung ho about uh, Iron Man 3 They're gonna look at me and go, "Like, why do you hate that scene, Rob? That was a fun scene." Um, I think my yeah. real problem with that scene, my my honest real problem, it's not as much the dancing because the dancing is like to be one. But <laughs> but my but my real problem is Ronan. Okay, yeah. in the beginning of the movie, Ronan like like takes his hammer and crushes a guy's head. He took ten minutes to do that. Ten minutes. ten minutes in the movie. He was talking yeah. to the dude. He was having a conversation. He was like, "Yo." The old Cree ways are coming back. Sucker. Yeah. He did all yeah. he, he, like he, he did it without any dialogue. Yeah. He did it with no then, dialogue. I can then, do it, bro. He was and then when he's committed. and then and then and then he's he's talking to Thanos and then he argues with that with, with this other guy with the three fingers. And he he uh he does this thing with his hammer and turns the guy's head 180. Um kills a guy. Like Brutally, so he's he doesn't care. So when this scene no, comes up, I'm like, example. Your first example is terrible. He did a whole ceremony. Put on, yeah, went to the spa. Put on a robe. Oh, no, 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 dude, no, no, what I'm, no, 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 no. What I'm saying, what I'm saying is that this guy, like, look at what he cares about. The creed. Look at what he values. Yeah, look, look at how what he cares about, and look at how brutal he is. And so when he is seconds away from slamming that hammer onto the ground to destroy Xandar and Peter Quill is doing something weird, why do you care? Why do you care? That's that's my thing. If you are if you are evil villain, Thanos calling him a boy and he got Yeah. Him. Well, well I think and you know, I think it was and went home. <laughs> the only the only reason, is a grown man reason. getting upset about someone calling him a boy. So the only reason the only reason why, and I'm not saying this was written in his character or anything like that, but the only reason why he would hold back is because he really does not want to destroy Xandar. That's the only reason why. How's that? How's that true? The only. It, it's it's true. If he if he really wanted, if if it was okay, well, I can't go forward. I I can only stick with this movie. If 
If he really, really, truly, 100% conviction built and everything wanted to destroy Xandar, some dancing and some movement by the body or with the body um, is not going to stop him. But he's, it stops him seconds from committing to his conviction. And he's like, he's watching him for like a good three minutes. Yeah, like I said, they rubbed salt in the wound because like, here's know, my version of the scene. Here's my version of the scene because this is, this is the better. And maybe you can do your version. So here's my version of the scene. Okay, so he's he has you're gonna laugh at my version. You're gonna laugh at my version, but go ahead. He has the hammer, right? Yeah. And he's 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 walking. First of all, in my scene, because it's actually consistent with the rest of the movie, he's walking around with this hammer. He's going up to a little girl's face, like, "Oh, you scared? You scared? Well, that's what you get for killing my grandfather and my father and da 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 in this war, whatever." He's he's gloating. He's going up to a woman, pregnant. Bow before, bow before me, your new master. Oh, you can't because I'm going to destroy you. He's doing that whole thing. Just like he did in the beginning of the movie with the guy he was interrogating for like 10 minutes before he killed him, which is what actually happened, not your version where you fictionalized how he killed him in three seconds. That's not what happened, bro. He had a full conversation with that dude. And Thanos, he picked no, up. I'm, bro, I'm home. not even talking about he just like straight up killed a guy in three <laughs> seconds with no problem. I know there was a reason. I know there's a whole yeah. back thing. I know he was like, yeah. I know it's a ceremony. So, so my he version, killed a guy in cold blood. Version, he he's like a preacher. He's a preacher. He's going around. Right, okay. He's in a circle. Then, then this is what happens. Then, in my in my scene, Peter isn't just dancing. He's like, boo, whatever, bro, whatever, man. And then he's dancing. And then Ronan smacks him in the face and says, how dare you disrespect me? And then Peter gets up and just keeps dancing. And then he punches him again. And he gets up and keeps dancing. And he's like, what What do you think you're doing? And then he says it's a distraction. So it happens much faster. And Peter get, has bruises on his face to show that he, 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 was, de- he was desperate, but in his way within his character. Because if it was me, I would have threw a rock at him and then get punched in the face by him. But for him, it's like, okay, let me like yell at him, boo him. Let me let me mock him. And it would connect back to when Thanos called him a boy and it set him off. So my version, it would be consistent. There would be more logic. It would happen much faster because he'd only be dancing for like 15 seconds, not three minutes. It'd be 15 seconds. And then right after the dance, He'd smack Peter right at 500 feet across the field. But then it would be cool because that, Peter that would get up again. His character to do that. Peter would get up again and just keep doing it. So the fans would be like, oh, wow, this guy's like brave but stupid, which is who he is, really. He, he went out to save Gamora, and Rocket said that was a bad idea, and he went out anyway to save her. So my, my version would fit with the movie better. Yeah, yeah. I um that that scene early on when he he kills the guy he like crushes the guy's head in that ceremony. Um here's here's to illustrate my issue with Ronan being distracted. You mean to tell me that if Peter Quill or anybody else in that room started dancing out of nowhere that that would distract him from his ceremony? Uh it depends. No, I don't think so. It depends if you if you if you push his buttons with the right insults, 
Cause, cause Ronan went from no, no, oh, no, I'm no, gonna no, kill no, Thanos. No, 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 hold on, hold on, I'm gonna no, kill no, no, no. Thanos. To, oh, I'm not gonna kill Thanos. Like, no, 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 that's no, what no, happened. no. You're, talk, you're talking about insults. Hold on, Ronaldo. You're talking about insults. That's not what Peter Quill did. He he just danced and it distracted him. Take that same dance, put it in the ceremony. Does that stop him? Does that interrupt him? I, it might. It depends. I don't think it will. It depends. He's he's very petty. It might. He might. He might. He might, yeah, he is petty. Very petty, got, like, because petty. Think, think about this, right? Let's say you go in a mosque and you start dancing. Don't you think the M, the imam's going to feel disrespected? Because you're disrupting yeah. them. It's like, I don't know. Like, I, yeah. I get what you're saying. It okay. is silly. I get it. It's silly. I'm with you on that, too. It just, I don't know. Yeah. This whole movie's silly. So, to me, I yeah. don't know. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. I get what you're saying. I so get it. Yeah, so here's uh, you mentioned how what you would change in the scene. Here's what I would change in the scene. I would actually change two things. Um, as much as I hate that scene, I wouldn't change the scene. Oh this wow! What? I would not change the scene. I no. Okay, okay. I would not. Let me hear you out. I would change it slightly. I would change it slightly. I would change it slightly. I would actually change some things in it. I just think it's stupid. Does it belong in the movie? Absolutely. I just think it's a stupid scene. It's not. It's it's. Only better than Spider Man Three. Spider Man Three, that dancing did not belong there. Oh, it was like many things didn't belong at all. Yeah, no. But no. this one, this one, it works because it's that kind of movie. But what I would change uh, in that scene is, you know, in, in the scene that we get right in the movie. Um, why am I blanking? Ronan. Um, he's like seconds away from destroying Xandar. Yeah. And right as he's about to slam the hammer down that's when peter quill starts singing and dancing right the one thing i would change is uh ronan is not standing there that's the one thing i would change okay same same dancing but ronan is not standing he instead of him doing his whole dialogue and all that stuff like you people blah 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 whatever it is he said like screw that throw it out the window Oh, man. We already had we no we we had this huge the, the ship crashed onto Xandar okay it's rubble it's a mess people are just waking up and then off in the distance from inside the ship we see the purple light and they go yo how in the world is he still alive so there everybody's slowly getting up the people of Xandar they're holding their kids they're like yo what in the world what's gonna kill this man. And he's slowly coming up, and Peter Quill's looking around, and you know they kind of coordinate a plan somehow. I don't know. However, they did it in this movie. And while he's walking up, that's when Peter Quill starts singing and dancing. That's when he starts doing that, and he keeps doing it as he's walking up. He doesn't give no dialogue. He doesn't give. What are you doing? Like he doesn't do any of that. He he walks up, and at some point. He looks at at some point he does stop and he goes, What are you doing? I'm about to destroy Xandar, these people, and you're doing something silly. What are you doing? I'm distracting you, silly. And then he shoots the cannon thing. You do okay. you do some sort you do some form of that. I think the stupid part of, about this is that he stops short from his conviction. I hate that when 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 villains are half-hearted about what the, they're not believable anymore. I mean, he he lost believability for me when he literally I mean, was gonna I kill Thanos. I agree. <laughs> he picked up his I ball agree. and ran Which home like he was, 
He did. He did what my brother, my younger brother, would do. He'd be like, "Yeah, Ronaldo, what you, what you gonna do? What you gonna do?" And I'm like, "All right." I get up from my chair. He's like, "Uh, I'm gonna go in my friend's house right now." <laughs> which is, which is the second thing I will change about this movie. Um, he, we get that he's all about old Cree traditions. Yeah. Um, but we That's lose funny. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but here's the thing: we lose that halfway through. Yeah, we did. The second he gets the power stone and he puts it on the hammer, he loses all that and he becomes a typical villain. Yeah, he does. I think if he is really trying to resurrect some like weird, like traditional, like basically make this guy a cult leader. Yeah, they should have did that. Make this you make this guy a cult leader. You make him a cult leader, he leads his group, he's a fanatic, he's a zealot, and you commit to that. That way, throughout the movie, you're like, yo, this guy's wild. So yeah. so even if he does some wild stuff, you at least believe him because he has no stability. Yeah. No, I'm with you, man. I agree with you on that, too. That's yeah. a good idea. There should have been yeah. other Kree that, like, like there could have been a scene where one Kree left the Empire, and he's, like, maybe a teenager or a college-age student. He's kind of unsure. And Ronan kind of talks to him and says, like, you can do this. And he kills like some random Zandarian, like the kid. And then you, and then that you could use that to introduce the cult. Like this is a cult. Like he took this kid and kind of brainwashed him to believing in this stuff. And maybe you have a scene later in the movie where he ta- he just attacks one of the. Maybe he tries to attack Yondu, even though he has the fin. And then that way you see, whoa! Like these people are like wilding out because they're they're just suicidal they're suicidal like they're just rushing or like, instead of doing all these or instead of like because you know how in the beginning of the movie he's doing the ceremony instead of him doing the ceremony you have one of his disciples do the ceremony and yet he falls short he almost does not kill the guy and then the camera pans to him and he goes like worthless or something like that or imbecile or or you know, whatever, something like some something evil to yeah. that degree, and then he takes the hammer and does it himself. Yeah, actually, that's a way better idea. Yeah, you 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 create more of a monster out of this guy in just by changing a few things. I think. Yeah, I don't know. I just want better villains in these movies. Yeah, what do you what do you ladies think about our ideas? <laughs> well, I mean, I think the the plot you guys combined and figured out was really cool like just really um making use of the whole idea of like oh I'm a quote-unquote zealot like that was good but I think um going back to like the nature of the movie and the fact that they were just trying to make it comedic I think I would settle for um Rinaldi's idea of just kind of like yeah of um yeah, just kind of making it be like, oh, he's he's dancing, he's distracting him, but like, um, Ronan's not just sitting around like, just watching him. Like, what are you doing? He's like, you know what, yo, what are you doing? You're pissing me off. Bam, and like, you know, yes. Quill gets up again, tries to do it, and like, you know that, you know, Quill gets some hits and um from it um before they like shoot him and um, we'll shoot the um the hammer and and yeah. take the power thing out. Yeah, so I think that that piece fits with how they were trying to make it like really fun and just like very simple, but you put a little bit more realism into it at the same time. But yeah, yeah. cause I'm, having a whole conversation was not a good idea. I, I agree with that. 
They really did. Because they had a full-on oh, conversation. Well, well, what are you doing? <laughs> well, the thing is that I, I think... Because the thing is, is that, yeah, I, I understand that that scene is weird, but I think I let it pass, too, just because... I don't know. I guess it's yeah. because this, these, these people aren't humans, right? So things yeah. are just foreign to them. So when they see stuff like that sort of dancing, like everyone's yep. just kind of like, what the heck is that? Really? So... It was yeah. kind of, even though it's not super realistic, um, it was kind of funny because you could see genuine like confusion and concern on Ronan's face, and I, mm-hmm. that killed me. I was, he was like, really, like, what are you doing? Like, he was like, whoa, like he was getting shocked yeah. by it. So I think his face, <laughs> it, it made me laugh. But you, you guys are yeah, right. Yeah, it was funny. <laughs> Kevin Bacon saved the world. Yeah, that was, yeah. That was that, so that's what that was. Yeah. But they should have sped it up because, like, like I was saying, like, just have them do it for fifteen seconds. That's all we one five, fifteen seconds, and then whack the face. Yeah, but if I were Ronan, I think I probably would have blasted him, power stone or something, (laughs) because it's like even if you don't know what he's doing by dancing, you it's like it's like this common thing that we're see that we see in shows or whatever where you wait for the that uh, you wait for the enemy to like transform or do whatever. So even if he didn't know what it was like, oh my gosh, is this dance going to summon something? Like you stop it. Like it doesn't matter. What you think. It doesn't matter if you, th- what you think is going to happen, if nothing's going to happen, or if this dance is a ritual, you just have to stop him. Don't wait for him to transform. Don't wait for like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I feel like we yeah, always yeah. see that in like old school yeah, cartoons. Like, wow, you really just waited for like, the power to get their suits on. He, that, that's, that's literally what we just saw. Yeah. Right. Or like, yeah. Or you watch, you waited for Sailor Moon to do her thing and plus her, not Dang. only her, but her friends, all five of them, you waited for them all to yep. dress up. Come on now. Wait, so it's like, that's, you said two minute transformation. Huh? That's a two minute transformation, right? I think, I think if they, yeah, well, I may have been exaggerating a, a bit, but maybe that could be legit. Per, like, I think altogether the girls transforming maybe two minutes, but I think long versions of it do kind of like. At least up. you have. There's a, a whole five minutes for the Power Rangers to like put together put together their, their Zord, their Mega Zord. There's a whole five right. minutes. Right. Yeah. So bang like, bang. So and like the villain is already big and and like he ha- he can knock down buildings, but he's just like, oh, they're doing a thing. Let me wait for them. Right. Up. So I think the villains just need to stop trying to observe things and be okay with not knowing what it is but just slap somebody real quick because but it's like it's like drumline though right like okay we do our drum routine and then you guys do your drum routine and then we do it oh it's a tie so we gotta do the tiebreaker that sounds like an old that sounds like a turn-based rpg it can't work like that in real life it's like like you got served i can't do that (laughs) <laughs> can't do that Stomp the yard. Yeah. Like, you know what he does? Ronan should have stomped Peter's face. <laughs> like, yeah. We'll for him to do <laughs> yeah. Oh, I still, I still like the smacking idea because I think to him, it, in my version, it's he, yeah. he doesn't, he doesn't take it seriously. He, he, he's, he's, he wants to mock Peter because he knows he doesn't know what he's doing, but he knows it's out of desperation. Mm, right. It's not like it's not like when Coulson showed up with the gun in Avengers. It's not like that at all. It's like no, you're you're just wasting my time. So I'm just gonna 
play with my food like any cat would. Mm. Yeah. But yeah. But I let it slide. But yeah, you guys are right. <laughs> if I was Ronan, I'm with Elise. I would have just blasted him with the with the stone. Right. I've been <laughs> like, what are you hey, doing? Man. You got all that power in your hand and you just like you're gonna <laughs> let him dance for three minutes. <laughs> Just because you're curious, like <laughs> this dance is not going to exist if you just destroyed Zero. Maybe, maybe he got prideful. You know, maybe. Uh, just- I want to know all the knowledge. What is this sorcery he's about to do? Right, or like you know, he's. I'm about to end everybody anyway. All right, I guess I'm gonna. <laughs> I think he I, I really feel like he got bad because Peter wasn't afraid or scared like all the other Zendarians. At least that's what they were trying to show. They they failed, but oh, they tried. Cause all the other Zendarians were terrified of him. Yeah. So I don't know if there's any other uh, uh thing you guys wanna uh, mention or talk about. Um but this part of the podcast, we normally have a question uh, from Rinaldi. It always uh, incites um, some some thoughtful responses. But we're going to do something a little bit different. Um, yeah. You know, the girls had um, an adventure trying to find reviews, and we decided, you know what? Let's read some more reviews on this movie. Um, Fergie, what you got? Ooh. All right, I will just say for the record, this movie. I'm. I don't know. I'm not underwhelmed i'm not overwhelmed by it i'm just whelmed by it that's why i didn't have much to say but i love yeah (laughs) i feel like these reviews were so funny because it sounded like people actually either really really loved it um or they just didn't know what this movie was about and so this the first review i have is from oh wow i can't read this name um ann buhav gutta Um, email us if that's not how you pronounce your name but this person said when I saw the trailer I thought it would be pretty lame but the movie completely blew my mind Chris Pratt single-handedly made the movie amazing it's crazy funny the character of Peter Quill is kind of like a PG-13 version of Deadpool the characters of Peter Quill and Rocket were enough to make me love the movie (laughs) huh what what PG when was this 13? review posted? Nine months ago. Nine months ago. How Yo, what? nine months. What? Ago. <laughs> Why is he just now, bro? Catch up. You just now seen this movie, dude? Wow, dude. Yeah. This is weird. Oh man. Yeah. Must have been a Marvel hater, and it then he's been, just like, it could have been a kid. Must have been. It could have been a kid, some fifteen-year-old kid that couldn't watch it. Well, that's gonna out. be my comment. Is like, how old is this guy? Yeah. Well, there's a little tiny avatar picture. It looks like he has a beard going, so I don't know. I I, I, I think he was sheltered. I, I think they <laughs> sheltered. Or a DC fan that got converted to Marvel. Or probably, probably. Yeah, I don't know. Nine months is that's crazy. Nine months ago. All right. The other review I found was by Eric Perry. He said, "Um, actually, I already read that. Never mind." Um, so the other review I found was by Jonas Phillips. He wrote this a month ago (laughs) and he said, Vin Diesel was in it. So it was automatically the best movie in history along with all the other movies. Yo, if you, have you ever, 
So if you ever wondered, like, are there like hardcore Vin Diesel fans? <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, it's like, what's name, name an artist or a band that you're like, why would anybody want to go to a con- like? Okay, for me, Megan Trainer, Dave Matthews, or like, what was that? Megan Trainer, Nickelback. <laughs> Nickelback. Yep. Yeah, I was. <laughs> you know what's funny? I I like. I don't understand it. Maybe I'm like out of the loop and wrong, or I'm out of touch or something. But like, I don't get. Well, like, yo, like Meek Mill is in town. Let me go see Meek Mill. Like, I, I yeah. don't understand it. Yeah, I'm gonna put Meek Mill like, on that to list to go to a concert. What you got against me? <laughs> he had a couple. He had a couple nice. That's my thing. I got nothing against him. He's a good. He's a good rapper. He, he got, he got <laughs> a couple songs. solid mixtapes. But like, but like I, I. Uh, yeah, Meek Mill. You're, you're dishing out money for Meek. <laughs> yeah, like front row <laughs> seats. As a five hundred dollars. That's money you could spend on Drake. Yeah, <laughs> I will see Drake live. I will see Lil Wayne live. I will see. Childish Gambino live. Like I will see Kendrick yeah. Lamar live. Like these are artists. Me yeah, know. they're like I don't I, I, yeah. I don't know a single like rap lyric from him. Dang, is, quick that, your favorite lyric. Do better, Meek. Dang. Like, I, but, and that's just my that's my thing with like with uh, like like Vin Diesel. Like yeah, you want to know Diesel's there are way. hardcore Vin Diesel fans. You have one. Yeah. Like, yeah. Vin Diesel's so it's hands down the best movie ever. Let's skip Chris Pratt. And I'm like, right. let's skip. Um, who but else? Vin Diesel uh, isn't in the movie. Yeah. He is in the movie though. Wait, who? Oh, he's Groot. Yeah, I keep he's forgetting Groot. that. He's yeah. Groot. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Literally. He just says, I, I want to see Guardians of the Galaxy. I really want to see Groot again. He literally just says the same thing until the <laughs> end when he says, I wonder what's going to happen in part two. With Groot. I hope he learns three more words. Maybe that's what that guy's favorite part was, is we are Groot. I don't get that. I'm sorry. He, he cried probably during that part. <laughs> he was crying. He's like, we are Groot. Yeah, we are. <laughs> Yo, I that one had a tear the first time I watched that, too. I, I had a fun tear. I had a fun tear on, on We Are Not. Yeah, but I'm not watching No, no, it. it's, a solid, it's a solid scene. But still, golly, best in the movie? <laughs> I didn't think to myself, oh, wow, like Vin Diesel is this tree man. I got to go see it. Like, I didn't like, what? I didn't do that. That's really Vin cool. Diesel's in it, and he plays a tree. Oh, man, guys, you got to go see this Vin Diesel movie, Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, man. I think that's pretty. He has nothing but skill. He pulled off that tree look pretty well. Pretty well. Um, so the next review I have is from Vincent Finn. He says, this film was awesome. Only 7% of it was bad. That's so you gave it a... specific. My man counted. I want to know what the 7% was. What, what if the 7% was the dance, bro? The dance at the, the same universe. What if the 7%? Because that literally was 7%. Not even 7% of the movie. That was 7% of the movie. How long was that scene? Six minutes? The movie's an hour and... Oh, it, it definitely wasn't. No, that, that's definitely not seven minutes. Or 7%, sorry. Wait. But let me, let it was only 7% bad? Like, what? That's That seems like probably less than 5% of the movie. Yeah, it's definitely I less than 5%. 
Yeah. So maybe it was like some other one? scene. It was probably that scene and another so scene. So wait, like... so wait, time out, time out. What, Elise, what did you say? I, I didn't catch that. Like, I'm wondering how he decided the exact number. Because, like, I know that we have our group, right? That was very together. specific. Yeah. Or, like, you know, even with some of the reviews we read, it might say four out of five, three out of five, something. I'm just like, 93%. Like, 7%. Out of 100. What algorithm did you use it's to out of 100. Really <laughs> right. This movie was ninety three percent good. Yeah. So yeah, why don't you just say it like that? Weird. I found that interesting. This movie was ninety three percent good, seven percent bad. What you know would be the only thing more weird than the, than that review? And I don't, I hate to trash the person who wrote this, but I'm gonna do, do it. Do it. Uh, I'm finish it. So <laughs> the only thing weirder, I mean, Wong just like go full blown, like narrow down the percentage. This movie was ninety three percent good, two percent okay. Uh, another two percent could have been better, and one percent really bad. <laughs> yeah. Like, why don't you break it down? That, and then the other two percent, I don't know. You give it away to that dancing. I don't know. Maybe he was like, trying to tease us. He 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 promised specific percentage breakdowns, but then thought better of it. You know, it, it no, I think this person. I think this person like liked it so much that this reviewer wanted to express it in a way that will communicate how much he liked the movie. I see. And in doing so, he said 7%. 7. 7%. 7% somehow came out. I don't know. He didn't talk about a plot. He didn't talk about a character or anything. He just nope. said 7% was bad. Yep. I am very, I'm actually very curious about 7% now. Right in. <laughs> Vincent, yo, Vincent, we need Vincent. We need answers. If you listen to this podcast, if you listen to this podcast, bro, we need answers, man. Remember when you found with the Hindu something? You found something like prior. You did find something. That was kind of. Oh, I wish I screenshotted it. Uh huh. (laughs) I didn't. Oh, that was yeah. That was good. That was was was, hilarious. That was really weird. Didn't even explain Uh, it. (laughs) Yeah, I have a few. If you're just walk in a room, like tell a bad joke and walk out, that's what that review was. <laughs> <laughs> you walk in a room and it's like, huh, this door's on backwards. And you walk out. And it's like, wait, huh? So this other person, these names, man. Arikano McDonald Isla said, lots of adult talk, bad language, and nasty stuff. Don't mean to be picky. Grout is cute. Grout? Wait, how do they spell it? Grout, specifically? G-R-O-U-T. My man, grout. He got that grout. Did you watch that grout? grout. (laughs) I feel like that's a bot that wrote that review. Totally grout. How does a a bot get it wrong, though? Um, It's a bot that ain't It is much easier to spell Groot than grout. Maybe a bot from a different language. Speech yeah. defects went That's wrong. That's funny. <laughs> well, literally, those of you listening, you have been blessed <laughs> to hear the review of a bot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Grout was cute. Grout. My face. What if all these reviews are bot. bots and we're just trashing bots right now? Hey, it's better than trashing people. We're not going to get did, any did DC Did DC do that on purpose? Right. DC bot. <laughs> Yo, let me find and DC misspelled DC commented Grout was cute. <laughs> Yo, Vin Diesel got that grout. <laughs> Yo, grout sounds like a disease. 
It sounds like a, it sounds like a bad patch on someone's back that needs to be removed. It sounds bad. Have you never gout. had gout? Though? It's gout. gout. Is, no, that's gout. Gout be cute. Yeah. Ugh, gout is nasty. You gotta get that checked. Grout was cute. I am grout. No one knows the difference between gout and grout and groot. Apparently not. It's amazing what it's amazing what one letter does. Right. Yeah. Changes everything. All right. A year ago, our boy. San Yong Shakula says, I love this movie because of everyone. Dot, dot, dot. And my fave is Rabbit. What? what? Rabbit? What? Rabbit. The raccoon. Yo, what are, you are you serious? <laughs> he did not watch this movie. He does not like being called a rabbit. Yep. He did not is watch he, this is movie. Is he trolling Rocket? What? I think he's trolling Rocket. I think he is. My favorite is we Rocket. We can only hope. Evan's trolling him because he likes to mess with him. Yeah, no, he. I think he watched um, Infinity War and came back to this one and thought, yeah, he, yeah, yeah. <laughs> to make a joke. It's like, oh man, these characters! I gotta go back and watch their movie. Oh, yeah. I like the rabbit. He doesn't even look like a no, rabbit, he though. Does That's not, he does not nowhere near it. Yeah, we can't. We we gotta save that energy. I I know. Yeah. I know. I know why. Yeah, I know why they would, so. they would do that. But still, like even then. Still doesn't look like a rabbit. And then the last review I have is by Jacob Newberry. He wrote this a year ago, and he says, it is better than Home Alone 2. Are you serious? That's it? <laughs> That's it. What? Yeah, I agree That's with you. Yo, I, I agree with reviews, it is random. What? It is random. It is better than Home Alone 2. I can think of a lot of movies better than Home Alone 2. Yeah. So wait a minute. Wait, time out. Not, it's not better than Home Alone 1? Like what? What happened to Home Alone like Home One? I like Home Alone. What I'm saying, like, what happened to Home Alone One? Uh, better than the second I one. I feel like it's tied, no, tied with this movie. I, I both, I give both movies a B. I'm just shocked at the comparison. Like, that's the most random movie to pull out of nowhere and compare. This it. man must have watched Home Alone Two. I feel like this man watched Home Alone Two and was like. Man, I wish I was. I, I wasted my time. I wish I was watching Guardians of the Galaxy. Why not? He <laughs> might have watched both movies during Christmas time and then wanted to write a review dissing Home Alone 2. Yeah, Wait, like when, did, when, when was the review? It just says a year ago. Oh, wow. That so that's vague. We don't know. It could be. Maybe he was trying to watch something with his kids and he felt like. Right. We out here trying to make excuses too. for this man. I don't even understand. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yo, all right. Let this be a lesson to us. If we're writing reviews, like explain yourself. Yeah. Please. Yeah, Jacob, explain yourself. Man, like, y'all jokers are not explaining. I, I spent two hours explaining Iron Man three. Y'all jokers are just putting one line. Like, get out of my face. I'm a soldier out here. I was taking bullets, but I was explaining myself. Oh, man. This movie's better than the dinner I had last night. Like, what? <laughs> like, yeah, y'all jokers need to step up. Well, that was fun. I'm, I'm glad we saw, we, we we heard some of those weird reviews. That was that was weird. We should do that more often if we have yeah. more weird <laughs> reviews. They only, honestly, we only did that segment because uh, the girls had a hard time finding a, like a, a thorough review. Um, anything worth reading. Um, yeah. So, yeah, those of us who are reviewing stuff explain yourself spend some time if you you know decided to spend some time writing a review then you have the time to explain it on the platform you're <laughs> writing it on so i don't know that's just my take <laughs> but i think um 
you know, while we have all those reviews and we, we talked about all the things that we liked and didn't like about this movie, now we get to the part where we rank all of the oh, Marvel yeah. movies we watched thus far and where does this fall for each of My us? favorite movie. Um, yeah, so ranking. We're going to rank it. Where does it fall with all the movies that we've watched so far? Um, so, yeah, I don't know who wants to start, but... Uh, uh, get me out the way. I'm gonna, I'm gonna get myself out the way here. Yeah, we're gonna trash you every time. We're gonna so, I'm still wondering what's gonna move the. Okay, all right, go ahead. I yeah, can, go I ahead. can. No, no, no. I, you know what? This is the one thing I agree upon. Well, actually, the one thing we agreed upon, at least me and the girls, was the villain situation, how to fix it. So where, you know, where am but, I? <laughs> you. You didn't. You didn't agree with my the way I wanted to fix it. Or anyway, yeah. Um, oh, no, no. And I, then I like the way you wanted to fix it. Oh, okay, cool. Actually, so all three, all three of you. You okay? We we vibed on that level. We vibed on that level, all three of us. And then I number not, two, I am not separated. I am and then not. and then number two, real quick. I am not exiled. <laughs> number two, real quick. I do appreciate the cur- the genuine curiosity of what will drop this movie, because that I feel like our yeah, listeners are curious too. Oh boy. Because some of our listeners were not happy with this movie, so they're genuinely curious. Yeah. So I guess I can serve in that way with this segment. Okay. What will drop Iron Man 2? Well, not this movie. Anyway, so number one. What will drop Iron Man 3, you mean? Cap 2. Number two, Avengers. Number three, Iron Man 3. Number four, Iron Man 1. Number five, Guardians of the Galaxy. Number five. Number six, Cap One. Uh, seven is Thor One. Eight is Hulk. Nine is Iron Man Two, and way at the bottom is Thor: The Dark World. Wow. Mm. Wow. I'll go next. I wrote that on mine. Number one, Captain America: Winter Soldier. That was fantastic. Two, Avengers. Three, the first Iron Man. Four, Thor, the first one. Five, Iron Man 2. And six, I put Guardians. I feel like Guardians is the start of like the decline of all the movies. Um, then I have Thor 2 at number seven. Hulk at number eight. Captain America, the first one, at nine. And ten, the most unwatchable movie there is. Um, ah, Trevor, unwatchable. Okay, <laughs> well, I'm gonna go ahead. Okay, so number one, Winter Soldier. We know what time it is. Um, number okay. two is Avengers. Three, Iron Man. One, four, Thor. And five, I was going back and forth with this but I'm going to put it before Iron Man 2 and say Guardians of the Galaxy is now five. Iron Man 2 is six now. Captain America, seven. Iron Man 3, eight. Thor 2 is at nine. And 10 is Incredible Hulk. That will stay there for a bit. Wow. Yeah, it's going to stay there for a little bit. Solid. I'm happy Iron Man 2 is dropping. Do you happy Iron Man 2 is dropping? Yeah, very happy. Listen. No one cares about where Iron Man Two is going. We all know what movie. We're I don't. Watching. I don't care what everyone thinks. I care about what I think. Yeah. Okay, but I love it. That was a commercial for the Avengers. That was a commercial. Yeah. That wasn't a movie. That was a commercial for Avengers. Anyway. 
I agree with you. Um, so, uh, okay. So number one, Captain America, Winter Soldier, at least knows what time it is. <laughs> uh, Avengers is number two. Uh, number three, Iron Man 1. Number four, Thor. Number five, Guardians of the Galaxy. Guardians of the Galaxy falls at number five. Number six, Captain America, the first Avenger. Number seven, Iron Man 2. Uh, number eight, The Incredible Hulk. Number nine, Thor, The Dark World. And number 10, where this movie belongs forever and ever and ever <laughs> until a worse movie comes out. Okay, and there's still a chance it can bump up a little. Until it comes out, I said. Right now, there's no uh, movie right. Okay, no, uh, fair enough. I don't think respectable. There, there, there might be. Who do you think, those of us who are, who are listening, what movie is worse than Iron Man 3? Mm. Tell us, what movie's worse than Iron Man 3? Wow. Yeah, throw it up in the comment section. I'm curious. Yeah. I'm genuinely us, curious. Us. Email us, tell us. Yeah, what do you what do you what would you say uh is worse than Iron Man 3? We're curious. I think we also have to pit Hulk and Iron Man 3 face to face because I feel like they're both neck you know and neck. That, that is very cool. We should do a specific episode on that alone. Well, we, we, we're a little premature. We're still halfway through this this universe. Yeah. Oh, no, don't worry. We're going to get there. Because Hulk right. is still number 10 for me. It's still at the bottom of my mind. Yeah, it's Hulk, consistent. Hulk, Hulk moved up for me. Yeah, it's, Hulk moved up for me, eight. too. Yeah. Hulk, it's Hulk. My bottom Ten. three is Hulk, Thor the Dark World, and Iron Man 3. Yeah. Yeah, my bottom three is the same as Rob. Just switch out Iron Man 3 with Iron Man 2. That's, that's the same, same the bottom three. Or do what you're supposed to do, switch to Iron Man 2 for Iron Man 3. Do what's right. I, I'm the only one with Captain America <laughs> at my bottom three. Oh, that's yeah. deep. I don't think I agree with that. I don't either. I she really does not like that movie. She really does not like yeah. that movie. Yeah. I pick it up again. I get it. I get it. I get it. But Winter Soldier is my number one. Well, so. yeah, no, I get I get, I get, get Fergie's situation with Captain. Mm-hmm. I had I disagree with her, but I had no issue with her feeling that it's a bottom, bottom yeah. tier movie. Yeah. Yeah. Well, awesome. Um, you know, we, we spent some time talking about the Guardians of the Galaxy. Uh, this was a fun time just talking about the different characters, the plot, what we thought was great, what we didn't like. Um, thank you guys for tuning in. Um, next time we get together on the next episode, what are we going to review? What's the next movie? It is Avengers Age of Ultron. Yes, it is. That's going to be a very interesting one. And so um, get your popcorn, take some time, watch the movie with us. Uh, next time we get together and we uh, we, we will review uh, Avengers Age of Ultron. Thank you for tuning in. Catch you guys later. Bye.